good evening, y'all, and welcome to the Neighbors Live Cast. I'm Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, and uh, with me is my brother from another mother, uh, uh, the life of the party, the stand-up comedian that, that haven't got on the stage yet. <laughs> my man, uh, Just Mike, what's up, brother? Man, it's good to see both of you guys, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Definitely, definitely, man. And we got a great show for you today. Today, uh, April is starting our DMV top five month. And uh, this guy's definitely top five in his in his field. Um, he is, let me get let me get the intro popping right here. Uh <laughs> get it right, get it right, get him right. Yeah, yeah. He's uh let me see. Uh he's born and raised in the DMV. Uh one of uh the like I said, top five um DJs in the area open for artists like Alicia Keys, J. Cole, Trey Songs, Wale. The list goes on and on. Um, the lunch break mix from 93.9 was the top rated mix show. You still doing the lunch break mix? Yeah, man. We we since 2006, man. It's been gone, yeah. Well, it was the top rated though. We still there. No, we still rocking, man. Since 2006, oh, still going. Okay, so it is yeah, still the yeah. top rated. Day, I'm like, man. I know yeah. I just heard yeah. it recently. Yeah. Every day, nah, every day, yeah, man. man that's right. And uh, and and that's huge to say, just because DC is a big radio town. Um, and 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 to have that top five uh, status here, because there's a lot of DJs in the area. Um, he can also be heard. He's a regular on Shade Four Five and Music Choice, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable. DJ Gemini is with us today on the Neighbors Live Cast. We're so glad to have you here. What's up, brother? I'm chilling. That was a lot, man. I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and that ain't even half of what you do, <laughs> man. You like you a busy dude, man. You do nah, a lot, man. but we we really glad to have you here, man. I want to get into um a lot of stuff. I'm excited to have you here. Cause I'm I'm a fan, uh, definitely of your work, and so we're gonna talk uh, a little bit about you know um uh, what you do on a regular basis. But first, there's a couple of things going on in the city that I want to talk about. Going on in the city, in the country, in the world. Uh, that uh, we want to get into uh, right now. Uh, Mike and I texted the other day talking about uh, the situation with DMX um, at, at news time right I now. Hold it down, man. I don't want, I don't want, let's laugh for a little while, man. I don't want to <laughs> jump don't right into the cry. DMX stuff. I'm not ready to cry about that, bro. You about to cry? Yeah, you damn right. <clears throat> yeah, man. He was, um, well, I mean, we got to talk about it. You know how it is. But, um, yeah. Yeah, man. So, like I said, at news time, they were saying that he was um, uh, still in serious condition. Um, the official reports coming out um, said that he had a uh, heart attack. That's, this is the, the they're outside the hospital right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah. This is Rough Riders. Uh, this is their live right now, man. So they it's, it's like a zillion people outside the hospital. Right, right. Showing support. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things that Mike and I were talking about when we when we talked about him. It's just the impact that he's had on hip hop and on music as a whole, man. So um I know uh last night on uh one of my good friends, my man one five one, he does at the bar radio and they did a um a little tribute to him and they were talking about like um you know the same thing, his impact and talking about um the songs that really made you notice him and really uh, uh realize it how much of a force he was and they talked about you know a lot of the hits he had like uh stuff like uh that the the huge crossover hit lose my mind which he took like his style and put it onto like a a party a club track which i think you know uh before then that was what he was really missing he really blew up with that one but like songs like who we be like my personal favorite stop being greedy uh, which changed the way, like when I was rapping, it changed the way I wrote songs, you know, like just approach writing songs, just like the, 
that duality that he uh, showed in a, in a couple of songs, you know, of the, the calm version of him and then the wild version of him. And so that was dope. So I'm going to ask you guys, like, I'm um, going to start with you, Mike. What's your favorite DMX song? I'm, I'm loving DMX's prayers. The His prayer. songs, you know, at 18, hit my eardrum as I was burying my best friend, you know, uh, with his second or third, second or third album, Hit As We Buried Anthony. But right. moreover, it was his prayer. It was his connection to a higher power, a, a spirit that um we all want to tap into, but the ability to to mesh, uh, is it street, is it music, whatever. But his ability to connect uh, on a really real level yeah. uh, inspired me. So it was more of his, uh, his prayers. When I heard him speak and talk, when he gave his testimony, I, um, I listened. I sure did. I sure do. And I ain't never going to stop listening, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jim and I, you got a favorite DMX song? Um, I don't I don't think there's anything as a such a such thing as a favorite DMX. Right, right. I got to pick. If, I mean, Slippin', um, yeah, yeah. Slippin', uh, Who We Be. Yeah. Um, um, just, you know, you, man, you know, it's, it's only a handful of artists you really feel exactly, um, you feel, you know, the moment. When you listen to the songs every time, and right, he, uh, right. you know, I, you know, pop, DMX, um, it's a few more. Um, yeah. They kind of fall into that category. So definitely slipping. Um, what these bitches want from a nigga is, is right. up there as well. Right. Yeah. All, you know, all of us is is men. You know, it's a million female songs that's like that. You know what right, I mean? Right. They got, yeah. They all yeah, got yeah. They, you know, they all got their Mary J. Blige, like, you know. Right, we, right. Like, you know, we, we, you know, can we get one? Can we, you know, so definitely. Yeah. Um, DMX got a few, man. He got a few prayers up for the dog, man. Definitely, definitely. I, I was as, probably... a, as, a D, as a DJ, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? He helped you rock crowds, right? For sure, for sure. Um, DMX has a zillion mix show records. I mean, you can, you can do some real DJing with his records, with tempo, with, um, you know, just the way that the records were put together. Um, shout out to Swiss Beats as well. Yeah, um, yeah, like, yeah. you know, for, you know, on the, on the, uh, the production with most of them. Um, so definitely, I mean, if, uh, you know, if I need to, if I need to play some DMX for two or three hours, it's, there's not going to be no problem. The tempo, yeah, everything yeah. is there, you know, everything is there. Who you know, who you know that can ground and set the, the Apollo on fire? Just, uh, and set the Apollo on fire. Oh, that was crazy, that scene that oh, fire. Like, I was like, who was who, that? Who was damn all them? Who is that? Right. And, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, I am disheartened by uh, where he is based solely on I can relate to all that. My family tree consists of drug killers, thugs, and killers, mm. you know? And I don't think his is much different. And that's probably why we relate. And it's hard to see yeah. him in that position. It's a part of me want him to, you know, come out and be a pastor. I might go to that church, you did, because you might hear the word motherfucker from behind the pulpit, and I ain't leaving after I hear it. I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been saying that, you know, that he's got that, you know, that sensibility in him and that calling to be a pastor. I think he's been running from that for a while. But, um, but yeah, I just wanted to, uh, my favorite song was... Uh, was uh, Like I said, it used to be Stop Being Greedy, but I was at Howard uh, when he did, uh, when he did Howard's Homecoming, and he did Who We Be. And I think when that song came out, like the reception wasn't there. I remember seeing the video and thinking, man, when I saw him perform that song live, bruh, like 
when he started, like they was kind of getting into it. By the end of that song, everybody like this was uh back when they were doing the homecoming. I don't know if you guys know how it was set up in front of the fine arts building was the stage, and then everybody's on the yard. It's thousands of people. Yeah, everybody in that crowd by the end of that song was like then it, then it, then it, then it. The song is different. That song right. is different. You know what I mean? Like the, the way he flows on it, the mm -hmm. beat is different, it's different, man. Like so, yeah. you know. He yeah. had that intuition too, like uh, the stuff he put out, like to take those kind of chances when everybody's being so similar, you know, at a time. Because I, I was saying about him, like when he came out, I think a lot of people were talking about, um, you know, the murder rap was popular, you know, like killing, you know, uh, everybody's murdering somebody to a point where it started to get a little monotonous and boring, right? But the poetry this dude would put behind killing people was so like, like I remember, uh, you know, uh, listening to the stuff like um, the uh, the Belly soundtrack. What's the song? Grand Finale. And he actually the movie, did the a movie uh, Belly. The movie Belly. Yeah, 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 yeah. He killed that performance too. Like he was the best thing about that movie for real. For real. Everybody else okay. was trying to act. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I see what messed me up, right? So being a pop lover. I didn't realize that get at me though. A lot of them, some of them drinks was for pop. He was he was going at pop yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah. A lot of and I, I appreciate and respect that wholeheartedly because I'm like, it was necessary. But uh I, I'll when you leave this world with what he's uh brought us, maybe we'd be we better off. I don't know. I don't know if he's leaving or not. But if he does Yeah, he, yeah, he's still he's still he's going to don't, don't, don't send him yet, you know. And it's crazy. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm Go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, no, I was just gonna say it's crazy. You saying people have been tweeting, you know how people hop on uh, celebrities when things like this happen. The people start to tweet that he passed away or put it out there just for you know to get, get early on attention. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. I don't know that on real that shit. So I'm saying. I had to get on a couple yeah. dudes, couple dudes for that man. Like yeah. yo, you know what I mean? Like yo, we gonna we gonna find out, bro. Just pray for him. You know, just right, pray right. For him now, sure. man. You don't gotta be the first one. Exactly. All, all that stupid shit, man. Like, yeah. you know, just chill. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Let me ask you something. As a DJ, right? You mentioned uh he brought something different. So now as you as you playing music and you come along, and forgive me, I don't mean to um segue into anything else. No, I just wanna lift us up. I want to smile, have a good time. I'm about to smoke my J. Anyway, um ultimately, when you hear something right nowadays, what's 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 intriguing to you? What's what's new? And I think my question is, how do you as a qualified, verified, you know, bomb ass DJ from where you are worldwide, how do you make that, that choice to say, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and take a chance and play this? Knowing it's edgy and it's, and it's different. Um, like, I'm, not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not a lot of chance taken anymore. Like it used <laughs> it is to be. tough. You know, and the only reason being is because of the volume of music the volume of music that's out now is astronomical. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little older. I ain't gonna front, I'm getting a little older. I got a daughter that's 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 15 and she helped me out a whole lot. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a whole lot. I don't even got TikTok. You know okay. what I mean? So a lot of, um, and from a radio standpoint and a club standpoint, I'll, I'll speak from the radio standpoint, these records are already proven, proven before we even attempt to touch them, you know yes, what sir. I mean? Like, yeah, you're gonna hear us say all this bullshit on the radio. You heard it first, and you know, <laughs> like, oh, nah, man. We, you know, we we research these songs, and you know, we before we even take a chance. So, um, yeah, I mean, of course, I'll hear some songs like, "Yo, oh my god, man, that's dope. The beat is dope. 
I love the flow. I love, you know, everything what it's about. And of course, now you got to love the artist too. You right, know what I mean? Right. Along with the music. Yeah. So, I, I mean, of course, you know, you get those joints. But I mean, I ain't gonna front. Probably 50% of the music that I play is already music that's broke, that's already, they already had feet on social media or, mm -hmm. or you know, it ain't no more. Man, it, don't let these DJs lie to you. It ain't no more. I broke this record. I played it for all this bullshit. No, nigga, that, that shit is on TikTok. And these yeah. kids already got a hold of these songs, man, before you even get it. You know, you can even get it a chance, you know. So. You're on power, all powerful button send. Send. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Go. Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, that's a good segue um, into one of the questions that I wanted to ask you um, about radio. And so... Um, doing this for a while when we started uh we had another show called getting over the hump we were on rise radio and um uh dj rico was there we, yeah we had a con i had a con i had a chance to have a good conversation with him about radio at that time i was managing um artists and stuff and talking to him about it and he was talking about how that shift happening from from mainstream radio to uh, internet radio and the podcast and things like that. And around that time, I kept hearing the term, you know, radio is dead or radio is dying. Like, um, do you believe that? And if so, like, uh, what what killed it, in your opinion? Well, I, I don't believe radio is dead. I mean, if you ask an artist right now, you know what I mean? Do they feel better if they see 100 streams or do they feel better if they hear that song on the radio? They're going to tell you they feel better if they hear that song on the radio. So, okay. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just that feeling. Um, now, I will say, uh, like, I work on 93.9 and I, and I work on Magic 102.3. So, right. I mean, I'm kind of on both sides of it. Hey, hey, um, somebody grown over there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> my, my bad. My, uh, my other host, she was running a little late. Oh, uh, Patrice. Patrice. <laughs> Hi, y'all. <laughs> So let me do an intro for her real quick. You guys know her, the feminine energy of the neighbor's live cast. Uh, Miss Fruit Fit herself, meal prep chef, uh, 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 personal trainer, fitness guru, Patrice author. Jones. Author. author, yeah, yeah, writer also. She added that to the, to, the, to the resume. That's okay. You know? Yeah, it was- I, Well, I'm, I'm not an author yet, but I will be, I'm a writer, definitely. The writer, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Awesome. Yes, speaking so, into existence. Thank you. Patrice, just to catch you up real quick, we were talking about talking to uh, DJ Gemini um, about radio, and um, I was asking him about uh, radio uh, dying and everything. Didn't mean to cut you off, brother. I'm sorry. I just wanted to introduce uh, the young lady as she uh, gets her phone from falling over. <laughs> sorry, DJ. You good? Hi, Patrice. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh -huh. yeah. Nice to meet you also. Yeah, my apologies for cutting you off, brother. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, man. Um. I mean, you know, you still have, uh, you know, you still, you have to give them something else. Radio has to give, um, give you a reason to listen to it besides the music. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can, if you want to hear little baby right now, you can, I mean, we got these now. Yeah. So I got to give you some tickets. I got to give you, you know what I mean? I got to give you a little bacon bear who we all love. And we a reason to listen. Huh? That makes sense. Yeah. I got to give you something else besides the music. The music is just the seasoning on it. You know what I mean? So I gotta I gotta give you something else. So um and I mean radio's still there. When we get in our cars, you know, yeah. some of us kind of on the ox, and I mean we kind of rock out. Do we come home and you know from a long day at work and turn the radio on? Probably not. At least not KYS, Magic 102.3. Now, when you kind of think it from an older perspective, those listeners are a lot more right. loyal. You know, right. my, my mom is a lot more loyal to 
Magic 102.3. She don't feel like streaming. She ain't typing all that in. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. She want to hear Donnie Simpson. She want to hear Huggy Low down at 530. Right. She want to hear Russ. You know what I mean? Like, they're a lot more loyal to, um, to you know, to, to what they want. I don't think in our lifetime, not in our lifetime, mm-hmm. you're going to see um, radio go away, go all the way. You know, maybe in 30 years, you know, it's, it's still... Um, you know, you still got the breakfast. You know, it's it's still yeah. some you know great things you know about radio. I think um, radio just has to you know we got to do a better job of um, getting on a little more on demand. Any yeah. ideas? I mean, come on, man. You saw you thought this out, man. You, I mean, you talking about one hundred two point three? It was a time when I don't think I could have heard a Biggie song on one hundred two point three. Now well, rocks. So yeah. I mean, how well, the we- demos getting older. The demos getting older. So yeah. even um. I mean, you remember when we were younger, man, you turned 30 years old, you listened to an urban AC station. You kind of, you got your right. 30 and over club card, right. all that. You know what I mean? Like right. you kind of already- Kind of one on one though. That's right, one on one though. Yeah, right. now, but but we, we're a little, I shouldn't say cooler, but we, our generation is a little more, um, we don't really want to feel old. So, you know, you might be 40 and you might want to listen, you know, you might still be rocking old baby or you still, you right. listen to I all do. that shit that your kids. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. You listen to the same thing your kids listen to. Your mama, your mom and pops really die and listen to what you was listening. It's a, it's a different generation. Right. So yeah. it's a little more difficult for radio to really figure it out mm-hmm. because you got like a Magic 102.3 whose demo is going to be like a 30 and up, but a 30-year-old now is listening to Raw Wade. Right. So what right, do they right. do? Right. They got it. You know what I mean? It's, it, like, right? it's, it's like, what they do? All right, we're going to play Biggie, which is cool. But I mean, a Biggie fan is going to be 40 to forty to 50. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, yeah. and where do I play my OJs? Right. You know, right, where right. the OJs going to go? Now I'm going to play it's Biggie. Yeah, like, like I'm gonna play Biggie, then play the OJs, then play Snoop, then I'm playing the Ozzy Bro. Like, so it's a different, it's a difficult, um, it's a difficult moment, like a really weird, even for me personally, right? I, I always talk talk to folks at the station. I'm I'm like the youngest dude over at Magic, mm-hmm. but I'm like the oldest dude over at Kiss. I'm the oldest nigga at Kiss. Like they call me Uncle Gemini and shit. Oh man, man. Like, yeah, they call me Uncle and shit. And like, but I'm they like, say the aunt, they say Uncle, they don't say Uncle. Yeah, they call me Uncle. Yeah, right. they call you an Uncle. Yeah, but you with Magic with Donnie and Russ and like, oh, right, right. Nigga, like I'm the youngest nigga over there. Right. So it's it's a difficult, you know, it's yeah. but it's cool, man. Like you gotta be versatile, you know, you gotta be versatile and you gotta study, man, and just you know, and have fun along the way, man. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So um before we get too deep into the interview, um was uh one more thing I wanted to talk about. Uh so I didn't get to see it last night. Uh the Isley Brothers versus Earth Wind and Fire. Did y'all see the verses? Yes. You saw yeah, yeah, they said Steve Harvey, uh uh, his, his suit was the the biggest part of it. <laughs> that, did y'all did everybody see it or nobody saw it? I'm old, bro. Like like you, we were just going to free for Listen. No, don't go to me. I didn't well, see it. So I've been looking at you know the after plays. You know people have have posted the video clips, but that's not music. But I just didn't watch the. I didn't see the verses. I got I got a good excuse. 
my baby girl turned 16. We did a birthday party. <laughs> I, I, I ain't know it was Easter when I, on Sunday. I, I'm, 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 it's his birthday, I'm, right? I'm just saying, like, that's what we're doing yesterday. So I was like, I, and I heard about it and I seen it, and I seen a picture of Ronald Ozzy. Is he okay? What? <laughs> yeah, he like he was all right. No, my man look old. Oh, no, I got to look at the picture again. He, he look 80. like Ronald. He's 80. Yeah, he's like 80. All right, all right, all right, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, he looks great. And yeah, he but the women say he loves him. And he has a fine sister for a wife, too. Yeah, the women love him. I don't cover no man. Why I can't? I got a beautiful wife, too. I don't know. What she look like? What she at? What's her name? There you go. I don't know her name, but she <laughs> looks fine. Mrs. Isley. Mrs. Isley. I'm a Googler. <laughs> yeah, look up Ronald Isley's wife. But yeah, I heard it was a great show. I was working yeah. last night, so I didn't get to see it. I'm gonna watch it tonight, though. Uh, I've been seeing, like uh, Patrice said, I've been seeing the clips and stuff, and I've been uh, catching the verses. We talked about the verses series, you know, on the show a couple of times, how pivotal it's been and how dope it's been just to have something like that, you know, especially during this time where the pandemic has put us in a situation where, um, you know, live music hasn't been, you know, a thing for a while. And so I just to have a situation anyway just to have a situation where we can see you know uh some of our favorite artists and then come together and it's not beef it's not no hating it's you know a lot of these artists are supporting each other i heard they doing the um uh was raekwon and ghostface is coming up now they already did that they did the raekwon and ghostface that was the one before this one look man i'm missing out man i work too much <laughs> i'm slipping like the last one i actually saw i think was um Oh man, uh, was, I think it was that, probably that, DMX. That's the really she just said. Uh, uh, oh man, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it was like DMX and Snoop was the last one I saw. But Jim, now you actually saw it, man. So what did you think? Like, what was your um, amazing, you know, your impression uh, of it? Amazing, amazing. like yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, Yo, you said you got a sixteen-year-old daughter. Like, if you got to pay her to watch that joint with you, make her watch it with you, because um. Yo, like they, they like uh, Ozzy Brothers said something like they, they have 45 platinum albums. Yo, like, like, just, yo, just the, the, um, first of all, them alone, like they have so many hits. Like, right. We, we've never seen a versus with, um, that, that much catalog. Like, right. Well, nobody right. got that much catalog. Right. Like, right. Yo, they got a lot of catalog. And and um and and in actuality, those artists are like kind of they're you know they're from the same era kind of, but they're like two different artists. Like right. you know, if we go into the drive-in movie on a date, you know, I'm I'm rocking, you know, we rocking with the Ozzy Brothers, and, you right. know, but we kind of going to hang out with some party, you know what I mean, and, and want to feel amazing and shit about ourselves. We might you know put yeah, on September, yeah. you know. So yeah. um, it was a dope moment. The only thing that I probably I say that I didn't like was you know those songs back in the day they were long, bro. Them joints might have part one and part right, two. right, right. <laughs> oh, they played all the songs all the way through. They played them all the way through. So it was they like cut, they should cut it up a little bit. Yeah, you. They should have DJ. They it's should have DJ. It. Should yeah. have DJ. Yo, D Nice, <laughs> D Nice was DJing, right? Oh. I, I was getting on this dude on Facebook. He's like, Yo, D Nice was. I'm like, Yo, how do you cut off? These are your heroes, dog. You where, where you gonna cut the song off at? Yeah, yeah. That's they true. they sitting there singing these joints like why you gonna cut shut it up. off? You gonna fade it out? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah let go. Come on, you fading that song out on, in the middle of Earth when it fire? No. Yeah, so, yeah, no, you not. <laughs> yeah, like you're not gonna do that. So yeah. it's um that was the only thing I probably I'll, I'll say was the songs were like yo you talking about seven song seven minute songs a piece twenty songs. Yeah. 
you're going to be there in like four, four and a half hours. Right. And right. I thought Steve Harvey was great. He's a fucking host. He hosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he hosted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thing. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you said, well, you said, watch with my sister, you know, right? Yeah. If All you right. can, if, if she'll sit through it. She don't have no choice. She's my sister, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she'll sit through it. Like it's cool, man. It, it, I, I, I thought it was great, man. Yeah, I'm definitely a lot of education. Like a lot of, lot of education, man. Cause she gonna hear some tunes that she's heard other songs. She's like, yes. She gonna have like, the samples. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. that before. That's not my lyrics, but I heard that before. All right, yeah, all right, right, right. It, it was cool. I man. appreciate that. The best verses, but it was the best one. The best hands down. Yeah, best like one. I know hey, we hey. say that all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's one. That's something about them. They always topping themselves. Yeah, you were talking about the catalog though. So it was they they catalog is deeper than like what was it, Babyface and Teddy Riley? Absolutely. Yeah. I said yeah, the, they, their catalog was deeper than Babyface and Teddy Riley. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. We talking about fifty years. We, 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 we in the shallow shallow end of the dream pool. Yeah, fifty years apiece. It's about it's like decades. For decades, decades. Let's talk about like. Yesterday, yeah, they, made, they said they made shout in 1959. Ozzy oh, brothers made shout. Yes, in yes. Yo, oh, you made me want to and, and cross over, over into a place where no man and, and hit them hard for years yeah. and ain't yeah. stopped. I God see. Bless. I see. Mike is an Ozzy brothers fan. I know you liked him that much, dog. <laughs> well, my well, 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 I'm not that much of a fan. I ain't watch it, and I feel bad because like now you tomorrow I should watch. I'm like, man. I heard about it, you know, but like I said, we, we, it was your birthday. I it was Easter and stuff, so you know we had fun hey, you doing gotta, that. You got to do the baby. I have a, birthday. I have a blended family, so I had to, that, that drama a little bit. That drama. You know, you know, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> man. Look, so with that, let me uh, let's let's get into this interview, man. I definitely want to uh, talk to DJ Gemini. Oh, we um, didn't start the interview yet. We didn't. Well, it, we kind of segued into it more than we usually do, but uh, <laughs> but I officially want to start it. It's a question that I always ask all of my guests. The first question um, is: When you were younger, and people would ask you what you want to be when you grow up, do you remember what you would tell them? Yeah, a DJ. A DJ. You always wanted to be a DJ. I've never, ever, ever wanted to be anything else but a DJ. That's dumb. Wow. Ever. That's awesome. Ever. So my pops, um, my pops was a DJ. Um, y'all, y'all, y'all from DC DMV. Um, if y'all remember East Over Shopping Center, man, the music store inside East Over Shopping Center used to be a music store. That's my pops. My pops owned that record store. Oh wow! Oh wow! All my life, like so, you know, he was a DJ. I, I, I was in. I grew up in that shop, so I just seen DJs coming there, like all these DJs, cool, and all you know, all these guys buying records. So I'm like, yo, I want to be like them. They can control, they can control your whole mood, your whole, mm. your whole shit. You know, mm. they can control if you know if you gonna even you gonna you know you gonna get that number, your whole thing. You know what I mean? You control this whole vibe for this four hours this night. So nothing, nothing else. That's, that's it. That's all I'm gonna ever be. This is it. I can't do nothing else. Right, right, and it's it's. Else. Two reasons I asked that question, and people usually illustrate the the first reason, which I always like to illustrate the fact that sometimes where you start isn't always where you finish. Like some people always have plans. Sometimes people have plans in life that they don't get to fulfill, and they feel like they're failures. So I like to show that it's different. But you illustrate the other side of it. You can have set your mind to something and actually do it. Like you know, make it happen. 
and and that's dope, man. So I appreciate that answer. So uh, that covers the second question too of how you got into DJing. So <laughs> so yeah, do you remember no. your first gig, your first DJ gig? No, I know. And you know what's funny? Most DJs probably say yeah to that. Um, yeah. I mean, I know like around like you know I was doing like house parties and you know like school parties and stuff like that. But the act, the first one, yeah. No, I, I can't put my finger on like you know. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I don't. Damn, damn. Listen, as a DJ, what has been the awesomest and most wildest motherfucking night in your life as a DJ? And I, it has to include it has to include uh um a lot, a lot. Like, you know. Look, uh, y'all can tell personal stories. Like, no, I'm just bad. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you a cool moment. Um. I did um, Mayor Bowser's inauguration a few That's years cool. back um, over at Anthem. Um, so what was cool about that was um, it was free. It was, I mean, it was like it's like five thousand people up in that joint, man. And um, Anthem was new, and like it, everybody was there, like just DMV royalty. And it's just like, yo, you know, it's 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 time. You are you who they say you are. Like it's go time. It's a reason why mm. you're here. Like, you know, like she wrote a letter and shit, like requesting me. You know, like it was some wow. cool shit. Like requesting you to DJ the inauguration. It was like cool. So um, you know, like that moment, you know what I mean? Like you on the stage, like duh, you on the stage, spotlight on you, five thousand out there. Like, all right, you know, you got you got an hour and a half to make these people, you know, make these people rock. You know, so um, mm. that was a cool moment. I, w- I wouldn't say that was the wildest night. It's a lot of wild nights. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a lot <laughs> of wild nights. But, um, I, I, you know, I kind of cherished that moment. That wasn't even that long ago. That was, you know, when, when was our second term? Whenever the second term started. Yeah, like, maybe started three years ago. About three years ago. Yeah, that's um, dope. That's dope, man. Can you um, even, um, you know, as coming from being an artist, I remember, like, you know, um, being on stage, and having the crowd rock with you and that feeling. It's nothing like that feeling, oh. right? So I'm ima- trying to imagine 5,000 people. Just oh, it might have been you. more. It might have been more. Like, I, I look back all the time and, like, some of the um, snaps. I, like, saved them in my phone. Mm. Like, people that were just there and then, like, way up in the seats and shit. Mm. But then, like, you know, that was, that was, it's dope, man. That's it's amazing, dope, man. man. Yeah, 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 that was dope yeah. There's a lot of moments, though, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So speaking of those moments, um... Uh, like I was saying in the intro, it was it's a lot of artists that you work with, you're opening for, DJing for. Did you have a favorite uh, experience working with a specific artist? Mm, I don't know, man. Um, let's go. Let's go local. Let's let's bring in local. Yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. Fat Trail. Trail. Okay. Fat Trail, man. Um, I spent um, a lot of time around him, um, like with his, as he was kind of coming up and growing um, mm-hmm. into a great artist. And uh, it was always ill, man. Um, like Trell always kind of came off as like a real aggressive, like, you know, like aggressive type dude. But when you like meet Trell, like, yo, this nigga listen to John Legend. Like, <laughs> like, like, he listens to John Legend and Anita Baker and like, um, just watching the growth, man. I did this um, interview with him as well over in like in his over in his hood, man. Um, 
when I was kind of getting into radio and I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I just doing what I, you know, saw people do on TV shows and shit. And like, right. <laughs> but you know, um, I spent a lot of time with him, man. You know, his, his, his um, him coming up, just watching it. Uh, that was cool. You know, that, that was a cool moment. Um, I DJ with a lot of artists though. Right. You know, yeah. some of them were idiots. Yeah. Some of them were, you know, some of them were really cool. Uh, I don't know. It's a whole list of idiots. Right. I was gonna put this, <laughs> I don't wanna put you on the spot, but does anybody stand what's the, what's out? What's the boxer nigga? Uh what's the boxer? Um A B. Um a, uh Broner. Hey, wow, Broner. You want to call you want to call him out? Call him out say again. Adrian Broner. He said Adrian Broner. Broner, yeah. We we had some issues over at over at Lux Night Club one night. I'm oh, sorry, man. Oh. He, he do sound like he goes through some uh, shit. Joe Buttons. I can call him out shit. Joe Buttons. Buttons. Pump it up. Yo, Joe Buttons, you know it's crazy. And you and you know this, like, yo, when artists like come to the club, they want their music played, right? Right. But like this nigga don't have no music. Right, right. He, all like, <laughs> he don't really have no hits. Yeah, like he don't really have no hits. Like, so right. I'm probably telling too much, but fuck it, we here. So like what Abdul, what Abdul would do, right? What Abdul, if you watch like Abdul's pattern, like when he used to have clubs, like he'd have like a really, really big artist, right? So let's just say, example right now, he'd have like Chris Brown, right? Saturday at the club. But next week. He would never have like the biggest nigga out. He would have like a Joe Buttons type nigga. Right. You know what I mean, like, you know, just so he could keep the consistency with, you know, artists being in the club. So like Joe wanted his music played. I'm like, nigga, you don't... he had like that record out with Tank. I think he had like a record out with Tank or something at the time. But like I played that shit, nigga. It's two o'clock at two o'clock at night. These motherfuckers want, you know, he ready to try it out. Right. Try party. Yeah, yeah, Joe Buttons is on that list. Um I don't know, nigga. It's a bunch of motherfuckers. But it's a bunch of great, it's a bunch of cool, great J. Cole. He he was he was great, man. Um some, you know, you know the season guys, man. Like just some of these artists are just seasoned to just be around people and they just kind of know what it is. They just get it. Cameron, he got it. Like them dipset niggas got it, you know, minus you know that that debacle Howard Homecoming some years. Yeah, yeah, the craziness. But when you're around them, they get it. 50 cent. 50 gets it. Okay. He gets it. Like he gets it. Like they they just get it. Like, you know, they just talk shit on the internet. But like when you around them in a room, they get it. Good people. Yeah, they get it, bro. That's dope. That's dope, man. So um speaking of your interviews, man, like you've done some amazing interviews. And actually, when I first heard of you, like um, or when I first, you know, uh you were DJing um on the radio. And um, it was your interviews that stood out to me. Like I would see, you know, you you've interviewed a lot of people. Do you have a favorite interview that you've done? Um, favorite interview, um, Jada, maybe Jada Kiss isn't the biggest dope. artist that I interview. Um, but mm-hmm. Jada is like he kind of falls into like my my era, my heroes. Okay. Um, you know, Jada Kiss Rhapsody kind of was dope. Um, okay. The best interviews. The energy kind of comes from the artist a lot of times. Man. Right, right. You know, sometimes um, you never know what kind of day people having, man. So sometimes right. it goes really good. Sometimes it goes bad. I mean, Jada, because I can interview him without really even doing research and sitting down and having to do a lot because I just so, I know so much about him already. But Jada, because he falls under that big crit. Big, big crit. crit. Yeah, big crit was, um, he was super dope. Um, yeah, that was 
So, um, so you t- you talked about people, you know, might not be having a good day and stuff. Is anybody where the interview didn't go like Dolph. it's planned or? Dolph. <laughs> Dolph, young Dolph, that wasn't that didn't go so well. You you never even saw that interview, by the way. Bro. Right, right. <laughs> you interviewed that interview never made it to the. Uh, but Dolph, um, it, it didn't work out too well. Um, Say that quick, like it's a story behind that. <laughs> yeah, I think Sweetie, Sweetie might be up there. Sweetie. I call her like when she was super new, right? So I couldn't pronounce her name. Like I'm like, is it Sweetie or is it Sweetie? Or like, right. what the fuck is your name? Like, what the like, what does this shit say? Like, I'm looking right. at the paper. Um, that didn't go. That didn't go too well. Um, I appreciate that because guess what? When I what is it? What the fuck is it? What is it? Oh, like some of these artists, yo, like Ray Schremer is. They're the they're the kings of I didn't know how to pronounce it when they first came out. Like, yeah, I was like yeah. Ray, what like. Like you, left, you, you got you got a whole bunch of consonants following following each other. No. You had narrow vowel. Like that's you can't do that to me. Yeah. Supposed to like just uh, assume it's a it's a vowel in between all these consonants. Shmurda. Yeah, like yo, you know, <laughs> and like when you know this generation now, man, they get these streams and they get they just assume that you know who they are and right. you better, you better. I, I love yeah. I love you for that. <laughs> yeah, they assume it, man. And like, yo, you you know, you be like, yo, that's why you here. You know, you're right. here so that we can, you know, we can, you know, break down who you are and you know to the DMV. These niggas don't know you here. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah. That's that social media thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what social media <laughs> is kind of, you know. Yeah. So uh, is there anybody that you um that you have an interview yet that you really want to? Yeah, man. Shit. I don't know. Uh, Everybody, huh? Yeah, that, I mean, shit, man. Um, you got a lot of dope ones in the in I, I, I love to talk to Quincy Jones. Um, oh, yeah. I, I love to speak to uh, Barack Obama. Shout out my brother, Easy Street. He got a Barack Obama interview under his belt. Um, I love to talk to Stevie Wonder. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I love to just, you know, just five minutes, bro. I don't, I don't need that much more, man. Right, right. Five minutes. I let to speak with him. Um, that's really it. I mean, you know, the you know, everybody want to interview Jay. Everybody want to interview Beyonce. I mean, and what is Jay really going to say that we ain't really, you know, really yeah. heard? Yeah, I would have loved to talk to Nipsey though. You know, yeah. before he passed, um, Nipsey Nipsey was deep. You know, so I I'd love to talk to Nip. I don't have none of those interviews under the belt. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw uh you got a picture with Nip though. I saw that on your page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, me and Nip, we were done. Well, not me and Nip, like we were together, but we were um <laughs> that was at South by Southwest some years back. Okay. Um, we were backstage and um Nip was like he was with Karen Civil. And um it was funny. We were actually um Nip was opening for um damn now I can't remember my man's name and I interviewed him too that's funny we talk about interviews but he was opening for a, another artist we were down south by southwest mm-hmm. and Karen Civil just um, brought him over and introduced him to me I didn't even know him there right. um I didn't know much about him um over there if you look at my pick my pick with Nip he's he like young Nip you know young Nip yeah yeah. yeah yeah he's young man so um I met him then chopped it up for a long time you know we chopped it up for a long time man um and, and you know i kind of would see him you know what i mean when you know as he kind of grew into you know a big artist he came to the station um like right before he passed um i didn't interview him that day i think Dom- dominique might have interviewed him. dominique and quick might have got him but um 
you know, I would see him around. I would see him around. Unfortunate, powerful dude, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely left a left a void, and he was just getting started too. Like no, just getting started, bro. Like he had stuff out, but like that album, that uh, that marathon. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, right. yeah that that album is crazy, and uh, you could tell he had so much more. So uh, he's definitely uh, some someone who's who's missed. But yeah, that that have been dope if you would have been able to um to to do that interview. So yeah. um. The best advice that you ever got in your path of becoming, you know, uh, the the DJ that you are today. Do you remember the best advice you ever got? Yeah, yeah. Um, two two different two different moments. Um, first first thing, I think I just read it somewhere. I think I read it in Quincy's book. Is like uh, preparation is is the key to success, right? So. I'm gonna tell you what kind of DJ I am. I'm that nigga that might lead a charger, like my my computer charger, like somewhere else and shit, and like get to the next venue. And now I don't got a charger. I gotta call my wife or something. Like bring the charger to the like leave my needles on the turntable at the club, just like that kind of thing. So that's something that I had to uh, really focus on. Is like, yo, if you don't have this, if you don't have your tools to perform, you're not prepared. You can't be the best DJ you can be like at this moment. Right. And you don't know who, you don't know who's watching, who, you know, this, this might be your last day. Like, so little things, you know what I mean? Like the little things um, are going to make a difference. That's the first thing. Second thing, one of my OGs, uh, Pete Stu, um, when I first got in the radio, right? Like, um, we get like these reps, man. They call you all day, man, from the record labels and shit, right? Like trying to get their records played all day. 24-7, bro, right? And when I first got in radio, um, I wouldn't answer the phone, right? Like, yo, these niggas just keep calling me. Like, yo, I wouldn't answer the phone. Like, and Stu, like, pulled me to the side one day and was like, yo, you got to make sure, like, yo, you have these relationships with everybody because you never know who might need to get you a job one day. Mm. And all of this works. Like, this whole thing works with, works by relationships. It's cool. Like, yo, you're a great DJ. You're cool. But relationships is, is, is key. Like it's all relationships. You never Absolutely. know who may, you know, who, who may, who you might need to work for, or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or may, who may, you know, you never know. So I, I kind of rock with, with that. You know what I mean? He don't even remember telling me. It's funny. He don't even remember telling me. <laughs> Like, but um, I, I, you know, I tell that all the time to like some of my young boys coming in the radio, because uh, I remember I'm like, yo, you was, yo, I was just like you, man. I never answered the phone, never looked at. I remember, you know, yeah. I remember. So that's that's good. Just life advice. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's life. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. it's life, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, you mentioned having a 16 year old daughter and how she helps you, you know, helps you a lot with the music. But are there any new artists? That came. I'm sorry, 15 year old. You just said yours. Your daughter turned 16. My bad. But um, are there any new artists out uh now that you that you really drawn to or really attracted to, or you think are really gonna do something big? Um, I'll say what's new to me because I'm okay. <laughs> new newer. When I say new, I'll say within maybe the last uh, two or three years. Um, okay. Roddy Rich is, Roddy is Rich. special. He's special. Um, Rod Wave is special. Um. Special. Uh, other than that, no. Like I ain't really heard. I'm hard on artists, though, man. But right. 
nobody else has really caught my attention. And I'm just like, yo, um, I mean, the usual suspects on the R&B side, you know, the Summer Walkers of the world, the, you know, the usual, I mean, we all know Summer Walkers special. We all know Sizzle special. Um, that's that's really it. I mean, okay. that's what I'm playing in the truck. Like, right. anybody else. I mean, of course, Lil Baby. You know what I mean? Like, Lil Baby. I mean, you know, the usual suspects. But um, I ain't heard anything like that. I'm blown away by. Like, right. Yeah. You know. But I'm tough on artists, though. Right, because you're a music dude, though. I'm, so. I'm tough. I'm tough on <laughs> With that being said, like, so uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, you probably you play, like, the Scissor, the Summer Walker. Uh, who else is in your, uh, who else are you listening to right now? Like, any any era, you know. Right now? Yeah, what music? All right. I'm going to show you. I'm gonna, let me see what's on the title right now. I'm going to see. Let me see. Right. Uh, so, recently played. All right. I've been on my J. Cole, so I, I listen to Born Center. Yeah. Uh, Cold World Story, uh, Pop, All Eyes on Me. I just rocked it. I just rocked it. Daytona, King Pen Slim, Trappers Delight, Old Joint. I just rocked that. My Homie, Scarface, uh, Reasonable Doubt, Future, High Off Life. Let me keep going. Um, <laughs> Young Dolphin, Key Glock. I just listened to that. That, that joint hard. Okay. Um, Dumb, Dumb and Dumber 2, Rick, Rick Ross, Port of Miami. Um, Anita Baker, like I'm all over. But I, I listen to music and mood. I listen to music and moods. Yeah. So, um, you know, in the morning, I, I I might not be, you know, but when I need a club or something like that, I'm Anita Baker out. Straight to Anita Baker when I need a club, like so I could kind of get my 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 mind right. The, my yeah. ears not ringing and right, right, right. Anita Baker or some Stevie right off the break. Just to mellow out. Right? Yeah, I gotta mellow. I gotta bring it back down, bro. Yeah. Back yeah. Down. So. Um, so I want to do uh top five MCs. I know you're a hip hop dude, man. I know you got changes. That changes. Yeah. Like, so right, we'll say right now, who's your top five? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can't have a list with. I mean, you gotta have Hove on a list. Um, you gotta have Big on a list. You gotta have Pac on a list. I mean, so you gotta argue about the 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 last two. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean. I got an old soul. Um, I used to want to be Big Daddy Kane to the point where, like, I fucked my whole shit. Like, cutting. <laughs> I tried to cut my eyebrows. The chicks loved them. The nigga could dance. The nigga could dress. <laughs> like, that nigga was, you know, that was a fly dude. So, um, I mean, I, Kane's on my list. Um, and uh, five. Um I'm gonna go with Nas. Nas. But I mean, it's so many, it's so many art. I mean, you right, right. got face, you got, I mean, it's a lot, man. You, you know, um, Cole, I like Cole. Um, yeah. I think Cole's done enough. Um, I think Cole's done enough to be on the top 10. To deserve, uh, yeah, the top 10 you know, spot. Yeah. I like Kanye. I mean, Kanye's tripping, but let's not forget. I yeah. mean, that boy, you know, that boy's a problem. Yeah, so yeah, music is a problem. Yeah. Uh, so you know that's difficult, man. Don't don't even don't like write that list down because nah, nah, oh, yeah, we know. that's a different list tomorrow. Right, right, right. We've done, we've asked a couple of people that question, and it is usually uh, changed. Like my top my top five changes like constantly. Um, you know, Jay is always on there. Um, 
but I'm more like lyric, like, you know, I'm more into lyrics specifically. So people like, uh, like Black Thought and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, people, you know, uh, like Kendrick is on there from time to time. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, this, this is a bunch of different people. So, um, Redman, uh, is one of the staples too. Like, uh, you forget about Redman. Yo, yeah. and we all, come on, man. We give him Redman his flowers, right? Man, what? Second, we, we ain't gonna appreciate Redman, God forbid, until he's gone. Cause yeah, that dude, yeah. man, he yeah. he's a problem. He's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, who is uh, so um, who is DJ Gemini's favorite DJ? Like, who do you look up to and say, "Look, man, when I do it, I'm trying to do," you know, the goat, Jazzy Jeff. No if ands buts, arguments, debates. Yeah, greatest DJ alive is Jazzy Jeff. Now, I mean, you 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 got to put Kid Capri in there, yeah. um, and I and and I mean, I'll I'll bring it home too in a minute. But, yeah, yeah, um, gotta, yeah, I'm gonna bring it home in a minute. Um, but uh, you got to put Kid Capri in there, um, just because uh, he he bought that mic game. You know, he he made everybody use a mic. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he made everybody start kind of adding that mic work to it. But Jazzy Jeff is goat. I mean, I still I watch I study him more than I study any DJ. Still to this day. Like if Jeff is on, it's funny too. Jeff got something like his joint is called the lunch break mix too. Like he got like a mix right, right, right. At like noon or some shit. Like it's called the lunch break mix. It's cool, bro. Like <laughs> um, so yeah, I never got to meet him either. Um, prayers, prayers up for my big bro Biz Marquis. Like Biz been taking me up. He been supposed to be taking me up there to meet Jeff like for like ten years now. Ain't you know ain't ain't happy yet. But um, yeah, that's the goal, bro. That's the goal. That's an easy question. But back home, if we coming back home, yeah. Um, I mean the God Mount Rushmore. The God is, I mean, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, cool. Um. I mean, we have some amazing DJs here, man. There he is. So yeah, it's a lot yeah, of good. Um, Dirty, you can't, you can't, you can't have a list without Rico on it. Right. Um, Dirty Rico, um, DJ Analyze. Um, you know, he he's like a quiet assassin. Like you know, um, I mean, we we can't discount what what um, Quicksilver's brought to the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quicksilver makes a lot of us um, think. Like Quicksilver's like, like DJ Diddy, like the Diddy, like a right, beat, right, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, forget yeah. the DJing, man. You see this liquor right here, man? Like, right, you right. need to hold this liquor, like you know. So we can't, we can't, you know, forget what Quick has um was, you know, has brought to the game. I mean, we 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 got some amazing. I mean, don't get me started with the cabaret guy. I mean, it's. The list goes on and on. Easy, pumping Archie, storming Norman. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I was born in Baltimore. Um, so uh, a lot of people don't know that I was born in Baltimore. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And Frank Ski, DJ Booby. I mean, it's goes on and on, yeah. man. Yeah, this area. That's why I yeah. wanted to ask you that because this area is it's a lot of like dope DJs. You know, um, you know, people like uh, uh what Funk Regulator, CeeLo, You know, oh, how did I forget? <laughs> Bro, let me back up. Whoa, we still the basketball. How did I forget my funk regulator CeeLo and DJ Iron? Funk DJ regulator, Iron, let me say yeah. that one more time. Funk regulator CeeLo, DJ Iron. D, funk regulator CeeLo, I wanted to be like, yeah, 
Super Funk regulated scene or amazing, bro. Like it, he's he's the most versatile DJ probably ever you'd ever meet. Um, and and he like he like like smack a promoter at the end of the night because he's right. like ten dollars or some shit like that. Like you know, <laughs> that's my dog right there. Yeah, that's my, that's my nigga right there, man. So, and I see, like, you know, I follow him on a couple of pages. Um, and I, so I wanted to ask you about the meme that he usually put up about DJs with people coming up asking them to play songs or, you know, showing them the phone. Can you play this for my friend? We're about to leave and stuff, stuff like that. I think you put that one up too, though. So, uh, is that really as, as, uh, as annoying to DJ? My bad, man. I got a brand new puppy here in the trash. Hold on. Give me one. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> He's going to get the puppy out the trash. Yeah. Let me try to eat this. Let me try to eat this shit. Uh, all right, we good. All right, cool, cool. All right, yo, my bad. Um, nah, no problem, no problem. This nigga go right to the trash can. Um, yeah. yo, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, man. People, you know, they do that all night, man. Like, yeah, you know, like, yo, if you put this one on, right, yo, first of all, plug this up to your equipment, and if you put this on, <laughs> I swear, I swear, as soon as you plug this up, all the girls. Are gonna just start stripping and they're gonna just start. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> right. I swear, I promise you, dog. Like, so you know, like I get, you know, you get a little, little, little uh, fed up with that. My man, shout out my man DJ Frisco. Yeah, like the shirt that was like, you know, like fuck your request. I think I, I thought it said like fuck your request on it or something like that. I'm like, man, crazy. I'm, I'm buying one of them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what it cost, bro? I'm getting one of them fucking request joints. So, but is it like a zone you've been to where people take you out of that? Like when they come up asking you questions and stuff? Yeah, I mean, you know what? It depends on the setting because sometimes you need you need that request because it's research. Right. So like, you know, sometimes like it's like, um, I'll give you a great example. If you like, you're like in a spot where it's like uh, Afrobeats and Afrobeat is dominant and you like playing some Afrobeat and they kind of come up there with, with some requests. Eh, I don't know Afrobeat that well. I don't know what's popping in, 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 in uh, over in Africa. So like, if you're an African and you give me a request, I probably want to find that joint because it's probably the shit mm-hmm. and make a little star beside that joint. You know what I mean? Like that's how you find a lot of music too. Mm-hmm. Um, another great example is uh, strip clubs, bro. Them strippers be on it. Right, yeah. like, they on it, on it. Yeah. Like you don't get no bad requests from those strippers, bro. Like all them records I take right to work. Like when I used to work at stadium, like I used to do like a Wednesday at stadium. Like, yo, them, them girls would start asking for songs. Like I would go straight to work Thursday morning, like to my program director. Like, yo, this is what, what we was doing yesterday at stadium. These joints might pop. Yeah. Research yeah. is research sometimes. And the, the, the strip club is, is crazy marketing too. Yeah. Like you don't realize how to, with a with the girl is sitting on your lap, how yeah, much man. song that. Playing. Oh, like I mean, you them know. records are born, man. You know how many songs came out of stadium? Like people don't really know, like broke the song, right? Broke, like nationally, like national yeah. songs, like in stadiums prime. Them joints was coming out of they. They were breaking in that songs were breaking in that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I used to record uh, music, I would have what I call like a studio survival kit, right? So stuff I always have with me whenever I go in. So like as a DJ. When you go to do a gig, is it like certain things? Like for instance, like I would always keep like a bottle of water with me to make make sure I, you know, stay hydrated. Um, you know, there would come times where uh, in the recording process, you know, it's long and tedious. So you would 
uh, start to break down, you know, start to get tired. So I keep like either energy drink or something sweet with me, something to read for like the mixing. So like when you go on a DJ, like a, um, you know, like a four hour party or something like that, is it something you gotta have or a few things you gotta have with you? Um, no, I mean, of course now, uh, you know, with, with, you know, these times that we're in, I mean, of course, sanitizer. I yeah. sanitizing there because I mean niggas be coming up to you like it like Corona never happened, right? Like, baby, <laughs> you know, like you know, yo, Gemini, like, right, right, but like it should never happen, <laughs> like, so you know you can't get that, like, but um, nah, like I never, I just try to keep extra stuff. Once I told you, man, I'd be like forgetful, so right. I just try to keep extra, you know, you know, stuff with me to make sure that I I can make it through the night. Okay, definitely. And so um you mentioned the uh the, the pandemic, the coronavirus, and that's a good segue into um a few questions. Like I know um when it originally hit, that took uh it took away a lot of you know DJs and artists main revenue stream, which was live performances. Right. And so um so uh, I know you and a lot of other DJs uh started doing the IG shows. Yeah uh, doing live shows on Instagram. Yeah, so um, and it's it's been a great way to interact, you know, with the DJs to to see you guys still do your thing and to get that feel of live music. Right, um, right. so uh, what uh, what made you decide to, to make that move to IG uh in the midst of the pandemic? At, at that time, um, that was the only way that you could really feel um, feel like you DJing in front of some people is like those comments and, and watching that that joint move. Like that's yeah. it. That's all we got. So right. you either gonna not DJ at all, or I mean, you you gotta figure it out. Um, so uh, I got it. I still rock out. I got like a couple shows I do. Um, I made a lot of friends too. What what what's dope about that is like my um, my demo, like the people that kind of mess with me like on social media and like that come and watch my shows virtually are not the people that come out. They don't even like go out to the club. They're right. like people that like to just stay at home, but they love you anyway. But right, they right. stay at home. So like you forget that it's like people, you get caught up in like this club and like you get caught up in that. But like you got like a whole nother group of people that don't go nowhere. Like they don't go out nowhere. But <laughs> they me. live, yeah. But they live yeah. to watch you DJ yeah. online. <laughs> like they live for it. They live for it. And another thing that's cool is like um I get motivated by other DJs, bro. So like I watch, um, I watch my brothers, I watch Rico like kill shit. Like I'm like, yo, I got god damn, I gotta come and kill shit. Or I watch like another DJ and he's like DJing underwater in a boat with green screen. I'm like, fuck, I gotta get green screen. Like that's how I move. Like I, I gotta, I gotta like, I gotta get great. I wanna be great at at whatever it is. So um I'm just buying stuff and like. You know, trying to get great at the, you know, at the virtual side side of things, you know, um, I, I'll see another DJ he has like 800 people in his room. Like now I, I got to get 800 people in here, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, so I got to get 800 people to watch this. So um, it gives you it's a, it's a fresh it's a fresh new like motivation, you know, and stuff is starting to open back up now. Yeah. Um, you got to realize it's a whole nother, you know, whole nother group of people that's rocking with you. So I keep it. I'm going to keep it going. I got a show tomorrow. Like, you you know, like, I'm going to keep it going, you know? Absolutely. I'm going to keep it going with the virtual stuff. I have a question. I heard you mention um, 
a boat and underwater. Have you you yourself personally ever DJed a cruise or thought about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I did a whole, yeah, I do a lot of cruises. Um, I'm a wedding guy too. I do a lot of weddings. Um, so okay. a lot of people get, a lot of people get married on, uh, on boats. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I've done all the boats here. Most of the boats um, in Baltimore. And I'm a, um, mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a fish, I, I fish too. So I oh, around. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mike, we got to try to get him out. So Mike stays, where is it, Edgewater? Uh, Baltimore County. Oh, yeah. the county, where? Where at? Over in Middle River. Okay, Middle I, used River. To to, I used to go to Randall's town. Oh, yeah, I'm very familiar with the county. I, I, yeah, I grew yeah. up, yeah, I grew up over there. Well, you, you over in like, that's the other side. That's the other part of the county though. Bro, I like. Doing, yeah. I was born in Southeast, raised in Peachy County, and then, you know, love took me out here. And okay. last year or so, I picked up fishing because it ain't shit else to do. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> yeah, you middle river, you, you way out there. It's called river. We're going to find out where this river at, where, where these fish at. So, I, don't, so. I don't know much about, I don't know much about that. I know we used to kind of like play them in football. Like when I used to live down that way, we used to like play them in football, but it was like, it's, that shit different over there. Yeah. Wait, I missed it. What county? What county is that, Mike? You said it's um Baltimore County. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I mentioned it because uh I went up there to visit and we went fishing and uh it was it's a cool little spot that he got out there to, to to fish at. But uh but when you say it's the other side, Jim and I like when we was riding through there, it was right at the height of the election. Right? <laughs> okay, saying, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. I've never seen so many Trump posters and you know. <laughs> Make America great again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah like that's little... in, the front, in the front yard, like proud, like oh yeah, I oh yeah. yeah. Different out there, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, man. That's uh, you know, but yeah, fishing is amazing, though, man. Like I just did it the first time, you know, with this brother, and it was it was cool. So you say you fish a lot? Um, I try to, man. Um, I try to get out there uh, on the dock at least. Yeah, Man, I mean, if it's once the once the weather break, I'm in at least a couple of times a week on the dock at least. Chill out, man. Oh, um, can we see him? Come on, man. Come here. He's a he's a puppy. What, what kind of dog? What kind of pup is he? Come on, man. Get up. Look, oh, that's a big puppy. Get up, man. He's a. What, um, what kind of puppy is he? He's a uh, he's a pit and a bully mix. Uh, American bully mix. That's what my dog was. Real guy. Yeah, yeah. he lived uh, twelve years. He is a a, a child, like like. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a whole <laughs> other child. That's like, it's it's a whole. Now look, now I left you up. Yes. But he's super he, protective, though. There's they are super protective. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Bruno. Yeah. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, I scratch you, dude. Can I scratch you? And what's uh, what's Bruno? Uh, who is uh, Bruno's top five? Oh, no, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> DMX, Snoop Dogg, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, musically, like, um, uh, when you listening to music, I guess Mike kind of already asked that question, though. He, uh, because I asked the question, Dave. Yeah, but like, what what specifically do you look for, like, in music to play, like, or an artist to you know, um, to to play to to present on your platform? Um, it's all it's all feel. I mean, I mean, a lot of it. Um, it, it got to feel good, like, you know, off the break. Right. You know, it's funny. Like, you know what I like the um the, this shit, the uh, the beatbox shit, like the, the dance that they nigga, like. Yo, yo, like that joint just feels. All I understand that he even said is uh 
knock his braids off, shoot his braids off, whatever nigga saying. Yeah, so, that's like the only word that I understand. Like right, it, right. that he had said the whole song, but the joint just feel like it feels like that dance. Like you right. like just want to like do that shit. Like I'm never gonna <laughs> do that, but like. It, it, no, it got <laughs> it, it. It got to feel, you know. It got to feel good. Um, and and once again, you. I mean, you got to get that buzz going now. I mean, right, right. You got to have that buzz going. Radio don't. They don't care if you. Um, they 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 want you to walk in that season. Same thing with these labels. They want you walking in. You did all the work yourself, and all we gotta do is play play your song. It ain't no more like how it was twenty years ago. Right. Playing later, seeing old, playing your joint for the first time dropping bombs on that joint and now you go win a grammy and you say shingo thank you thank you for you the first one we did it then nah them them days them days are over like now all the work almost has to be done um and it's fucked up yeah i'm not saying that it's i'm I'm not saying that it's the right thing at all um but it just is what it is yeah do you think you could ever get back to those days like where you could break records um, I mean, people still do break records. Um, I think it just doesn't happen that much in hip hop. Um, people still, I mean, somebody got to listen to it first. Right. Yeah. I don't know who the, 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 <laughs> the stream gods are, but I mean, right. somebody got to kind of, got to, I, I mean, kind of listen to it first. So some, I mean, people do break records. I mean, it's, it's times that I hear songs and I'm like, okay, yo, I'm playing this joint. I got a show on Kiss on Saturday nights. Um, from midnight to 2 a.m. where I'm kind of in that pocket like I don't care I don't even play shit that we play all that you hear all week I want to play something that you never heard is is you know what I mean just that kind of feel and a lot of songs come from out of that show and oh. then they go into rotation and you know mix show and that kind of thing so um, it it happens it's just rare that it, you know because of the volume of music that's out now Right, so much everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. you you've been with uh KYS for a long time now, right? <laughs> like um, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm probably one of the only DJs, you know, like they a lot of DJs just bounce PGC to KYS. Yeah. I've been in KYS the whole the whole time. Right, yeah. right. So how did that start? Like how did that job, you know, how did you get that? I mean, I mean, when I was kind of coming up, you had to be on the radio or I mean people, you know. I wanted the, that same respect as the guys on the radio. Right. So when I was coming in, um, you had DJ Alize, you had White Quicksilver, you had um, DJ Precise, DJ Exclusive, uh, DJ Trini. Um, uh, and I, I just got hot. I just got hot in the city downtown. And that was kind of like how it worked. Like if you got hot downtown, the radio was gonna get you a job. Like if you got hot downtown. So I was, I caught the end of the Ritz, um, the end days of the Ritz. Um, I caught the end of the Ritz, then I moved over to Platinum. Um, Then I moved to uh, H2O. Um, And like probably right around that transition, I was was kind of, I was kind of, you know, doing my thing. So, you know, that's kind of, that's when they put you on the radio. You know what you doing? What you doing downtown? You know what you doing downtown? So uh, that was that was it. Yeah. Right, my yeah. wife look a bacon egg and cheese sandwich right now. <laughs> I'm trying to say. That's not it. <laughs> you said what, Mike? <laughs> my wife 
looks like a bacon egg and cheese sandwich right now. I'm trying to tell you, she could have said these out to the ones like, oh my god. I'm sorry. Man, focus on how long you been married, bro? How long you been married, bro? We uh did it September of last year. Oh, awesome, man. Awesome. I mean, so it's like forgive me. I'm sorry. Get out. But uh Gemini, you've been married for uh for how long now? It's 12 years in, in June, man. 12 years in, you got any advice for the for the for the new fresh couple? <laughs> um Um, you being funny. Happy, you know what did they say? Uh, happy wife, you know, happy. That's some real shit. <laughs> Anything else? I probably had to tell you off. Um, off there. No, we here. We here. Happy, happy wife. Happy, you know, happy life. That's that's um that's real. And I mean, I don't. Hey, man, it ain't easy, bro. I mean, I ain't no. I, I'm laughing like all these dudes that write these books and then, you know, like, I just always, first of all, I always laugh at people who give you advice on shit that they ain't. Like, all these people that write these books, they ain't even married or they even fucking had like five divorces and shit. Or right. like, like, that. like, so it ain't, it ain't no handbook that is, you know, you, you a year in though, man. Y'all good. Y'all good. <laughs> good, man. Y'all still dating. So so now I remember. So like when you smoke weed, forget what the fuck you thinking, right? So like I'm I'm we listening. I'm listening. And yeah, she she's awesome. When I look at our pictures, right behind us, I'm pretty sure we see everybody's that like, I did not mean for that picture right there to be that right there. I, I mean, that. Yeah, I, that I didn't mean for that. Is that that's, that's just how it happened. But listen, I see a guitar. In your background, brother man, I'm tired of hearing about DJs and and music. You create, <laughs> create, bro. If you create, bro, I want to hear something because something tells me I hear something. Your pops owns a record store. There's music in your blood and soul, ain't it? Well, I mean, yeah. can we can we hear you? Can we All hear right. you? So back to my pops record store. I mean, if y'all know Eastover, it's a uh, you know anything. Quite familiar, bro. Anything quite might familiar. fall. Anything might fall into that store. I don't play the bass, man. It's a bass guitar. But I did buy it for about, I bought it for like $8. Like, like, about about 15 years ago, no bullshit. And like, I got like a stand, if you can see it. Like, I I found, I'm a thrift store guy. I ain't even, I'm a thrift store nigga. So I found a stand at the thrift store. Like, so it just, it just looked, you know, I thought it looked looked dope, you know, to sit over there. But I don't, I don't. I played a little bit of the tenor sax, like when I was in, you know, like high school. But I, I DJing. That's these hands just. Yeah, that's yeah. He always been a DJ. So speaking of DJing and the wall behind you, you have a, a couple of plaques back there. I see. Yeah, I do a little bit, man. I, I do a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, I do. I do. Right, no, no, yeah. So uh, that's our our DJ trophies, man. You know. That's yeah. Our, our trophies, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah um, that's dope, man. So um. Have you uh contributed to any albums? Like uh have you worked on uh any of the albums? Um not just um, uh, I, I wouldn't say um worked worked on albums, but um I mean you definitely like uh I'll say Khaled. Um I will we'll just start with Khaled right there, that plaque right there, which is the biggest plaque. Yeah. I joined that is it's it's a big one. Um I mean it's it's just appreciation of, of all the years. Cal is one of them dudes that'll call you, bro. Like, all that shit y'all see on the internet, that shit real. That nigga will call you. He puts the work in. 
Uh, he will call your phone. I got a new record coming out Friday. I need it in your mix at this time. Can you help me out? Like, he's one of those guys. He knows your station. He knows what time you're DJing. He, you know what I mean? So that's how these end up in the mail. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, so, um, no, um, I mean, I did a record about uh, 10 years ago um called welcome to the dmv yeah like i told you i was born in, i was born in baltimore um and uh but i spent most of my time you know kind of on the dc side i spent more time on the dc side than baltimore but uh, you know i still have ties to, to baltimore i'm a diehard ravens fan i'm you know i'm i still yeah, have i know i know no. i want to yeah y'all know yeah, yeah everybody knows but <laughs> i wanted to put four baltimore mcs on a on a song with four DC, you know, D, you know, DC based MCs at the same time. So at the time, um, it was like the four niggas on fire out here. I had Don Juan, Get Ready, uh, White Folks, and who am I forgetting? Don Juan, Get Ready, White Folks. I'm forgetting somebody on the DMV side. Them niggas on, oh, uh, Kingpin Slim. Okay. And in Baltimore, I had Boss Man, Mully Man, Smash, Rest in Peace. Yeah. And Scar yeah. Akbar. Um, and you know, put them on, put them on one, one track. Like, um, that's great. And, and I was gonna put an album out too. Um, but it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to get a lot of people on the same page and to see the same oh, vision yeah. that you got. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. um, my patience. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. Yeah. My, my patience, bro. Is, yo, just that project alone, you talking about eight MCs, like just that project alone, like, and then what people you know niggas you got niggas that don't get along right like yeah. that that session in the the video shoot you got niggas that don't get along That's like right. that was kind of like at them that was probably the end of you know baltimore mcs and dc mcs get along now like shy glizzy get along with all them niggas in baltimore mm-hmm. like but it was a time we all know where that shit wasn't it wasn't cool like it really wasn't cool so that probably was the end of that you had a couple niggas on the baltimore side that was like, eh, you know what I mean? With wow. and vice versa. It was yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I could do a whole documentary on just that That's that cool. that video shoot alone. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. But we got it done though. And it was a yeah. cool experience. But I ain't I'm not producing. I ain't, I ain't doing none of that. You say ain't doing none of that. So you you mentioned Smash, man. I've you know, been from Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. He was um amazing artist. Uh one of his good friends was good friends with, with me. That's uh, how I got to know him. Um, a female rapper by the name of Semantics. I don't know if you ever okay. heard of her. Nah, yeah. Huh. yeah like, uh, cool with Smash? Yeah, yeah, Semantics. They was like real tight. And so awesome. uh, when he went up to um, uh, to New York, he was in Brooklyn. We went up and uh, sat in a room with Smash. And um, like this dude's flow was crazy. He, like, he was pop smoke 10 years ago. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like he, the, the, the gravelly voice and, yeah. and, yeah, just, like, killed everything. Like, I was blown away by this dude. He was amazing. Great, great energy, man. You know how we talk yeah. about people, like, after they die. And like, you know, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. nigga here, like, you just saw it. Like, he was a star, bro. Right. Um, Like, I still play his mixtape. Shout out my brother, PGC, over at PGC, DJ Rez. He did a mixtape with him. And, like, I still yeah. play that mixtape. Like it still sounds like it, that joint sound like now. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that vibe. yeah. Yeah, that shit was like 12 years ago. That shit sound like all this shit these kids are doing now. That's like 
I gotta play that for my daughter. It's funny we sitting there. I just made me think. <laughs> she loves Pop Smoke. Okay. Like, I'm like, yo, this nigga is Pop Smoke ten years ago. Before he even, yeah, yeah, yeah before it was yeah, a Pop bro. Smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an yeah, amazing man. artist, man. That's crazy. You know, uh, some of the people that you you wind up coming across. Yeah, man. Uh, and your journeys and stuff. So, um, speaking to that, uh, you know, we talked about like um the best advice you ever got, but I mean, um. You know, you've met a lot of people in your career. You've been around a lot of artists and stuff. You know, who would you say had the best energy? We talked about like, you know, J. Cole and stuff like that. Who would you say had that, the the real good energy? We were talking about Pop Smoke. He's up there. Um, I got a chance to hang out with him um, for, for for probably a whole day. He he was up there. You know, a lot of times some of these new guys, man, um, they get, they just happy to leave, man. Like. So a lot of times, yo, they ain't like Pop Smoke hit, never been to DC. Like, so that nigga was like, yo, like, yo, where the mumbo sauce? Like, where the go go? Like, you know what I mean? Like every yeah. he, want, he wanted to, he wanted to go see back so bad. I remember that. Like, yo, he wanted to see back. Like, so wow. you know, like um pop. Um, what's my nigga name? Um, this nigga is wild. Uh Memphis dude. Um what's what's my uh I don't know. He was um he fuck with Gotti. Uh, one, two, three, let's go. The other nigga. Booty. Uh, you know what I mean? That booty. That, what's the nigga name? Damn oh, it. that's a good question. I don't need, uh, um, hold on, son. I'm old. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know him. You know, um, uh, uh, Black Youngster. Black Youngster. Oh, okay, okay. Black Youngster. No, you can't play your game, man. Go upstairs. Stop. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Bruno, chill. My son and the dog. The son and the dog. I had to <laughs> tell Ariana come and get Bruno. Look, I had uh last week. I had my little oh, nephew popping on me. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, last week, you know, I got the, the green screen back here, so he's popping in and out of the green. I'm like, man, shit, just go, you know. So well, they don't care what you're doing, son. Yeah, like, you're gonna be on the phone, the president of the United States, bro. You're hey. on the line, like doing your most important interview ever, dog. Right, right. They coming they in. Down here, pajamas, Sonic the Hedgehog pajamas. Right. Like, whatever. Like, what we eating, son? Right. I hey, can I get the last piece of chicken, please? Yeah, please. Right. <laughs> hey, look, I remember I forgot, I forgot what comedian it was. He was like his his daughter, you know, he once you have a kid, your life is consumed with your kids. Basically, you do everything with them. So yeah. it's like, you know, he tried to get a second to himself. So he's like, at least I have the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. <laughs> Sitting no, on the floor, his daughter's it's not there. in the bathroom. He's like, honey, I'm trying to use the bathroom. She's like, that's okay, I'll wait. And just stood there. <laughs> Yo. Like, yeah, talk, you know. yeah I, I don't have any little ones myself, but I know all of y'all, you know. Take your time, bro. Take your time. I love them, but, but uh, take your time. Excuse, excuse me, excuse me. You can see his face, right? Oh. How much time do he got left? Oh, you talking about? Oh, you know. oh, man, you, I'm only forty, you know. But uh, only how much you got on my forty, homie? It's over. It's over. You got like nah, six yeah, months. A, Let's get it done. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, in in talks with um with the missus, but uh, we'll 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 make it happen for you. I'll let you know when we do that. But anyway, <laughs> send him the bills. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I got four. I got four. Yeah, you got enough Don't bills. No bill. no yeah. You about to have five. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> 
she keep walking around here and then damn she had a, she had an Adidas outfit on that we bought in Atlantic City. I was like, when did you when did we get that? Like <laughs> when did we get that? Right, right, right. I'm about to shut this whole computer down. Hey. I'm already there. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Anyway. Well, like Jim and I said, y'all still dating, so you <laughs> I'm a dating. I'm, I'm a date. I'm a dating forever. You know I mean? Hey, I love it. Awesome. Um, you better. That's you know what stuff though. You know what stuff. I want to ask you as a, as a DJ. You don't have you to say me. that with every question, Mike. You know he's a DJ. As, 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 <laughs> we 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 older now. How do you? <laughs> I, how do you navigate? You you name two two dudes that was appealing to you here lately. How do you navigate? What we're going through. I feel, for me personally, I feel like I'm waiting for that cycle to come back around where substance takes precedence, where um, you, you're not only saying something, you're tapping into somebody's spirit with what's going on with the sound. There's a song there. Ah, well, you gotta um, you gotta put yourself like into like somebody else's shoes. So like, radio radio appeals to women, right? Sad to say, sad to say, it's mostly men up in that joint. So, but you still, um, you still get paid to almost think like a woman. So like, and even in the club. So <coughs> I, I DJ for the women. I don't DJ for the dudes. If the, if the women are, are rocking and rolling, the dudes are going to kind of come, um, come with it. So that sounds so easy. That's an easy formula. That sounds good. That's yeah. I gotta, I gotta take myself away from like, all right, I'm 41. And I love Big Daddy Kane, and I love KRS-One, and I love Scarface, and I love Outkast. Like, I got to, like, think like these kids think. And it once again, it helps that, you you know, you're around that energy with your own kids. But think about this, right? Check this out. Babyface, right? One of the greatest right, songwriters of all time. This dude wrote the entire soundtrack to Wait Until Exhale for all women. So he has to put his feet, like, he has to think, like, yo, not going to cry, bro. That's like the woman go to, like, you know, this nigga done fucked up. They go right to that song and not going to cry. Babyface wrote that song. So, like, he had to put his feet, like, into Mary. Like, what would Mary say? You know what I mean? And, like, put it on paper. So I got to think like that when it's time to like program radio and when it's time to like, you know, start playing, playing music, like, yo, what is these kids, what are these kids thinking? It's difficult to do now. Yeah. yeah. You know, these little niggas is wild, but. What are like, these kids or what are these little girls thinking? You yeah. Like, yeah. What are, what are these girls thinking? You know? So, um, and you just gotta do your research. A lot of it's, a lot of it's, you know, on the computer. You know, I have teenagers. It's nothing. The answer is nothing. Yeah, you know, nothing. <laughs> nothing. They'll Nothing. tell you. They'll, all you gotta do is give them the ox. Nothing. The, ox. the answer is it's like nothing. Nothing. Give them that ox core, man. They'll let you know everything that's popping. They'll 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 let you know at the break. Like they'll be happy to let you know. Give them that ox core and shit, man. You know you gonna hear something. You know I'm to the point like right now it's like borderline. I used to like not let my daughter listen to curse words, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, yo, I, I better not come in the room and hear like, but now, like, you know, you, you gotta, I had to explain, you know, like, all right, now I don't want to see you on fucking, you know, 
doing what this Megan Thee Stallion girl is doing. Yeah, yeah. But you can listen to it. If it's good, if you think it's cool, all right, go ahead, rock out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I, my little girl been listening to Bitches and Hoes since she was four and five years old. But is it different kind of bitches and hoes? It's different. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, Scarfaces. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Little boys. Yeah. And right now, you you'd be surprised. So when she hear why that dumb shit, she's like, no, nah, it's that real shit right here. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that real yeah, shit. Man. that's, that's what I put in her. Huh? That's how I, spoke I, I don't eat so bad. I, I beat it to the punch. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a uh, interesting thing with having um kids. How do you balance that? Like, I mean, because you kind of got to stay with what's what's current, but also with certain things. I know you, you know, wouldn't play. <laughs> for your uh you know or you you don't you don't want your you know kids to hear like uh we had a, a in-depth conversation last week about the whole uh little nods x situation with his video and all that um first of all as a music dude like have have you seen the video and and, and heard the song and like uh what did you think of it i teach a, um a music industry class shout out to my um my big brother easy street he has a, a music industry academy uh, where we teach at-risk kids. I'm gonna get around to the point too. I know. I yeah, just, yeah, no, you, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come back home. I promise you. I'm gonna come back, and, 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 I'm come back before, home. Yeah, before you leave, you know, plug us into that. that, that yeah, door, I'll do that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna come. It's gonna come back home in Little Nas X. I promise. Good, you. Good, I teach this, um, it's a music and it's called a uh, Music Industry Academy DC, and um, and it's you know it's at-risk youth. You know what I mean? At-risk youth. And, I mean, we have um, a nine-year-old kid in there. We got uh, a young lady in there that's like 40 and everywhere in between. And they're all artists and producers and some of them might have gotten in trouble and, you know, just so that was the first time, like, we played the video for the kids, like, last week when it first came out, like, and that was the first time I watched it. I was, like, hearing about it. First time I watched it. Um, as a father, and I had to break it down to them like that. Like, um, first of all, I don't have no problem with the gay, you know, with you being gay. Bruh, I got gay friends. I don't even know they gay no more. We so cool. You know what I'm mean? like? I don't, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, and I think Lord Nas X was kind of playing off and like the, you don't like gay people think no nigga you twerking on the devil right <laughs> like like it don't have nothing if you straight twerking on the devil we got a problem i don't care yeah. if you gay or straight and this is another problem right Nas x had no problem embracing them kids when old town road was out so when old town road was out this nigga was on nickelodeon he on yeah. sesame street yeah. shit yeah. he went he, he on kids choice awards and doing all that shit for them kids he had no problem with embracing those kids then now he's saying well i was talking about this that and the third in old town road you need to raise your own kids my son is six right so he loves old town road dog yeah. like that that is the catch his hell yeah catch like, Yo, he love that song, right? If he, if he, I promise you, if he types that shit in on YouTube, the fucking devil shit, whatever that shit is he put out, is probably going to be the video next to the it. The next one, yeah, yeah. Just because it's the biggest thing. And I think uh, we talked about, uh, last week we talked about um, the rapper Joyner Lucas had put out a statement, well, you know, tweeted about it, and he was saying, you know, um, basically as an artist, 
He did what he was supposed to do. He did something provocative that got people talking. But the issue was that, just like you said, um, that was like kids' anthem for the last couple of years. And so with no disclaimer and no warning, he just do this up there. And it's like, you kind of got to think about the kids. So we had an interesting conversation last week. And I'm going to ask you real quick before we wrap up your opinion of it. We talked a little bit about, um, first of all, artist responsibility. Do you feel like like artists, especially in a situation like that, where he had a hit that was huge with kids, so he has a lot of young followers. Once that happened, because you kind of have no control over who's going to gravitate towards your music. But when that happens, you get an understanding of who does. So once that happens, do you think he has a responsibility to make sure his stuff is, you know, caters to them or falls kind of in that category or safe for them to uh, listen to? Yeah, I mean, yo, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like you as Little Nas X to, to um, I'm not saying you got me bubblegum music. I'm saying, yo, the song was jive kind of hot. The song, like, if you take away the visual, right? And you kind of listen to the beat and like you kind of like the song was job all right right but you gotta like think and like i was talking to my man at the label like i was talking to the label about this like you just gotta you gotta realize who i mean <laughs> yo people people not scared and nothing like people not scared of god no more bro like i'm not gonna get like super religious whoever your or, god or is or the devil like right, right. i'm not gonna get like super religious and like all that but like yo you just gotta like yo it's the internet bro like the internet and and, and every you it just made us forget a lot you know a lot of what's going on um but to answer your question some yes some no i see people compare that to WAP, like and compare it to like other things it's two different things because my son don't give a fuck about cardi b Cause he's right. six, so right. he's not listening right. to Cardi B's music. So right. Cardi, Cardi's doing Cardi, right? right. But Lil Nas X ain't doing Lil Nas X because yeah. now yeah. you're twerking on the devil. Yeah, it's 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 too much. And a lot of people said that like the difference was, uh, you know, they um, Cardi B and even Megan the Stallion kind of set a precedent as this is what who we, who we are. So you know, so, break. the issue is, and not saying even that people can't change. But just, you know, maybe have some more respect for the, the fact of who you were and make that transition a little less jarring. But, I mean, you know, there are people who, uh, you know, make good points about, you know. I, I know who has a good change. point. Who is that? Ms. Patrice. Ms. Patrice's point. But I want you to, oh, okay. I, I don't want you to repeat what you said. I want you to go from, you know, because she speaks real. Like, like, like <laughs> you, your take on it was, was not just eloquent, but it was uh, deliberately real. And I appreciate it. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong, Dave? No, no, Jim and I wasn't here last week. I want, I want, I want oh, yeah, you, what was your take? Just, just re I want it. him to hear it. I want you to, don't even re don't now re you don't put her on the spot. Like, she don't even remember what she said. No, no, I, I, it's in her, it's real, that was real. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm way different and I'm way left and I'm not with any of the industry stuff and mainstream. And um, we have the first, so I, my son is 15 um, and I'll, I'll be 45 soon. My, we have to realize, and especially talking to you three brothers, we have to realize there's a, a serious attack on, um, especially the black male masculinity. And a lot of things just are innately emasculating. Um, and there's a deeper level of, you know, a deeper matter within the industry with regards to 
um, especially our young people and the, the visual, you know, what they see and what they hear in this music. Um, and it's beyond cursing and talking about drugs. It's emasculating. And I would even take it, and I didn't say this the last conversation, but I was listening to the music. I was driving from my mom's, which lives two hours away. And I was like, why are all of these songs man-hating songs? Like all of the women are singing about man-hating songs. And then when you put that together, and it's like, it all goes together. So if you look at what Nas is doing, what he's really doing, he's making money. He's doing exactly what L little Nas X. Now, now we got to make that distinction. Nas is a different. Yeah, I know what she said. I know. I know. I'm just about to go ahead. I'm did the I asshole. He's the asshole. Did I say little Nas or did I say Nas? <laughs> no, nah, you just said Nas, but I'm just messing you. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I went into a zone, so okay. Nah, I, I definitely know it's not Nas. I like right, it. Right. <laughs> um, but it's uh, he's making money. He's doing exactly. He's creating. He's creating the bells and whistles. Um, and if you think about it we really until recently didn't even really start talking about music videos because it we kind of got away from that we talked about that last conversation also mm. where we used to talk about BET and the music videos that used to come on late at night nobody talks about the videos jukebox. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. more so about the lyrics but now you know it's you know seeing him you know with the devil and do all of those things and dancing stilettos and g-strings you know now everybody's talking about it it's the buzz because it's making it popular but it's all about emasculation um you know it's way deeper of who, than... of who of who of who of who don't 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 hold back of who no it's i no damn it, it, it's... <laughs> aggressive wait a minute <laughs> It's um, the emasculation of the black man. I said it many, many times, and I—I I mean, that's not—that's not propaganda. That's facts. The more you read and peel back the layers, not it's facts. And and so it's you know it's um it's just I I look at it deeper than it's not just music. What it is is it's really acting and theater, and it's a distraction from so many things that are going on right now, and it's working. I agree. It's, I agree. Man, it's just man. It's it's a it's a machine. Yeah. It is. It is. And and I don't I I was gonna ask you this, um, DJ Gemini, if I could. I know we ran out of time, but last week we talked about um the frequency of the music. Um as a DJ, do you play do you ever um have you ever like DJed and had people request a certain frequency of music or do you you know, is that something that you hone in on at any point? Like, you know, the difference between like 432 megahertz and say, you know, something lower. I, I don't, I'm not that smart. Like, I don't, oh. I, don't <laughs> I never so, thought okay, about so it. Like, I never, I, let me just tell you a little bit. Okay, I, never, so. I never thought about that when I. Uh, okay, well, let me, let me, I'll just give you a little tidbit. I'm, I'm not going, you know, go teacher on you or whatever. So some artists, um, you know, in the days of the, the Ronald Osleys and the other um, people that we heard on Versus, um, their music was played at, and produced at 432 megahertz, which, um, you know, really gets into the mind and, you know, taps into your pineal gland and makes you think, you know, be in a different realm. Um, when you go lower than that, let's say, you know, 430 megahertz, et cetera, it has absolutely no impact on the brain. Like the brain is actually 
um, it actually impedes some of the brain's process to that, some of the brain's ability to process certain things. So I'll just share that. So I'm not going to put you on. I would love, I would love to look at, um, cause I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you're, you right on the, uh, the target with it. I would love to look at the songs that like. Prince you know, is one. All yeah. Prince like, yeah, I would love to hear it. So yeah. I'm like, damn, that is crazy. Like I never, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I love this song. Like it. I feel like I thought about her, like, like, like my old ex when I heard the song and this is why. <laughs> yeah, like, certain ones that tap into like, your, uh, you know, like how your brain works and stuff. They've written studies and books about it. And um, yeah, Yo, I, you, I never got into it. I mean, I, I just, um, it's all feel to me. I mean, maybe, it's all field and you know it's, yeah, it's it may be some connection between I know, it. yeah i mean i i just you know it's more a little the, the the science to me is just the crowd i mean i know how to make a i think i know how to make a a a, a 51 year old black mother dance okay right. you know or i could make a 23 year old white student college student dance or I, yeah, you know, but you I, know I kinda... it would be really interesting if you if you ended you know what would be interesting if you look if you did find out what some of those songs were like I said, i'm going to one of the artists wait a minute and you like damn i play that all the time Yo, that's I'm, like my go-to i'm very interested i'm i'm very interested like because i'm like sitting here saying like yo that gotta be like in my brain like you know yeah, like it, so, like know. if you Google, um, if you Google, so like in the mornings, like that's my thing. When I wake up, I have a um YouTube channel that I listen to. I type in if you type in 40, 432 megahertz music, like you'll have it's a YouTube channel that plays it, and it's actually a a band or a group called four hundred and thirty two megahertz. Um, and you it'll play like certain sounds, and it might not. Some of them are really songs. Some of them are songs. Some of them aren't. Some of them are just you know, just the the sound so you can get into the frequency and kind of get into your your space. But like I, I said, if I'm looking at it now. This is dope. Do I Yeah. I, I'm telling you, if you incorporate that in your music, my you candles and my tea. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, that's it. Right. Get you, get you some incense burning. Oh, <laughs> the first time I heard the first time I heard her speak, I don't think myself. I think she knows some things. I think she knows some things. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why we, yeah, that's why we keep she her around. Oh, thank you. That's why I like, you, you, can, you, can, you can feel it. You can feel it. Get this money. Come get this money. You better start DJing. Yeah, right. right. Everybody else you know what? You go get that money. I, look, I'm on break from training now, so I might, I've been tapping into a whole bunch of different things. That might be one of them. <laughs> But yeah, man. Uh, with that being said, it's, it's two questions that I always try to close out with, and I'm um ask you these questions. Uh, the introspective questions are always like the answers that I get. So the first one, uh, Gemini, is uh, if you had an opportunity to talk to a younger version of yourself, let's say like a a, a twelve year old DJ Gemini, if you could go back in the time machine, like knowing everything, all the wisdom and everything you've been through, everything you've gained so far, you know, at the point you are now, if you could go back and have a conversation with your younger self, what would that be like? What would you say to him? Um, same stuff that I tell tell my, my kids now, uh, you know, make sure that you have self-discipline, um, make sure that you're prepared, um, you know, prepared for any situation. And, and daddy ain't gonna always be here, you know, to help you, you know, to help you through, you know, whatever you may be going through. So, um, 
um, just stay focused and 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 practice self discipline. I I, I could have made some, and I mean we all, you know, um, we we all made it. We here now on the, on the Zoom, but you know right. what I mean. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure we we could have turned, you know, went down through another door, you right. know, kind of. You know, we could have been, we might be on the island doing the same Zoom, but we like on the island, our own little private beach joint. Right, right. Same Zoom. <laughs> um, you know, just just uh, to make some better decisions and, and stay focused. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's always interesting when you have kids too, because you kind of get the opportunity to do that. It's kind of like your youngest yeah, you get to talk to them. So, and give them a lot of stuff that maybe you didn't get or, you know things you wish you were told so that so that's dope to be able to do that and um the the second question that i um that i always ask people is you know um you've rocked a lot of stages you've had a lot of people you know uh, looking at you from from um you know social media to live to listening to you on the radio when people see dj gemini when people look at you what do you hope they see let me flip it a little bit I'm more concerned with um, what people see or say when they're, when I'm not around. Mm. So um, what people say about you when you're not in the room, that's what really counts. Um, You know, I I mean, but I I hope they see and say, uh, you know, see, uh, man, I'm a, I try to be humble as I can, man. Um, you, You never know who you talking to. You know what I mean? Like you, you just never know who you're talking to, man. And I, I just want to help. You know the next, you know the next DJ Gemini and, and the next wave. You know of um, DJs and you know um, it's it's on us, man. Like all of us at this point, um, you know to teach these, you know the next generation, man. You gotta, you know, I'm a, I'm an OG now. I'm an unk. <laughs> I'm a, I'm an unk, man. I ain't one yet, not yet, not yet. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm an unk man, so I, I I just hope you know I just hope they see um you know pass pass all the pictures with you know the celebrities and all that. It's like I ain't, that don't mean nothing. Like it, it don't mean nothing, man. I'm just I'm just a dude that just so happened that I got on the radio and every now and then somebody comes to the radio station or I play a couple records that people like and and you know I got a couple plaques, but. I mean, I, it's no different. I bleed blood just like, you know, like you and, and you know, it's, it's, you know, so um, I don't know if that answered your question. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it answered it, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm more concerned with what people say when I'm not around. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm more, you know, cause that's when they're going to kind of give you the real. Right, right. Or when they think you can't hear them, that's when they, you know. They're going to tell you anything while you're sitting there. Right, right to your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, that's definitely uh, uh, a good answer. Uh, so, man, I appreciate you so much for doing this, man. Thank you for... Uh, right, we, we finally got it done. Definitely. We've been, definitely. Trying, to, yeah. we were, yeah. we've been trying to get it popping for a minute, man. But, um, yeah. yo, any anytime, bro, like anytime, I had, a, I had a great time, man, kicking in with y'all. Yo, nice to meet y'all. Yeah, like Miss Jones. Miss Jones, like she just been posing like the whole night. Right, right. It's been like five or six different. Like, look, it is right. called a neighborish life. You know, it can get comfortable at home. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Dave, Dave, like, yo, keep doing what you're doing out here. Yo, I'm watching, like, we all watching, bro. Um, I, I appreciate you, you know, what you're doing out here for the for the culture, for the Man. culture as well. Like, you know, um, keep going, like this, this, this shit don't stop, man. Like, you know, keep, keep going. Um, you know, don't, you know, I, I don't let the numbers and all the, the social media bullshit, like, don't, you know, just keep, you know, keep going, yeah. keep going, bro. Yeah, definitely. Y'all keep going with what y'all doing, man. And, and, and yo, Mike, newlywed. Good luck, bro. You got some work, and, and you got some work to do tonight too. I see, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all got a lady here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Where ladies come from? Where ladies come from? Right. Really what? <laughs> right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, this has been dope, man. Like I said, I appreciate you, brother. Um. Yeah, yeah, those, those words mean a lot, especially coming from um somebody like you. Like, you one of the people, you know, like I said, I really became a fan of yours through the interviews, and that's you one of the people that I really emulate and look up to in that in that respect. And one of the reasons I do this show is just to get people on here that I think is dope and tell them, you know, because it's, it's, sometimes it's good to hear that. So um, we know, need it, man. We need it. Definitely. You know, we need it sometime, man. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely give you all your flowers, you know what I'm saying? So... Man, I appreciate you 100%. On behalf of myself, Super Dave, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible, uh, Just Mike, and the illustrious uh, Miss Fruitfit, Patrice Jones, and our guest today, uh, the incomparable DJ Gemini. Man, thank y'all so much for checking out another episode of the Neighbors Livecast. We'll be back next week with more interviews, more information, more education, and more fun. Have a great week, y'all. Take care of yourselves and each other, and peace. Peace, peace, peace. Bye, y'all.